The world is more complex than ever. Who can make sense of it? Join Reverend Michael Angley Oguche on NUMA Podcast each week as he shows you how God's Word connects directly to your life in this age and helps you navigate trials and tribulations. If you want to deepen your relationship with God and learn what He has in store for you, listen and subscribe to NUMA Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. Just search for NUMA Podcast. Hello and welcome to NUMA Podcast with the Reverend Michelangeli Oguche, bringing your way today the inspired Word of God, and I hope you will be blessed. Hello, my brothers and sisters in Jesus Christ. I am so glad that you are able to join NUMA Podcast today. The key text for this podcast is the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 9 verse number 16 to 22. For though I preach the gospel, I have nothing to glory of, for necessity is laid upon me. Yea, woe is unto me if I preach not the gospel. For if I do this thing willingly, I have a reward, but if against my will, a dispensation of the gospel is committed unto me. What is my reward then? Verily, that when I preach the gospel, I may make the gospel of Christ without charge, that I abuse not my power in the gospel. For though I be free from all men, yet have I made myself servant unto all, that I might gain the more. And unto the Jews I became as a Jew, that I might gain the Jews. To them that are under the law, as under the law, that I might gain them that are under the law to them that are without law, as without law, being not without law to God, but under the law to Christ, that I might gain them that are without law. To the weak became I as weak, that I might gain the weak. I am made all things to all men, that I might by all means save some. Join me as I pray. Eternal King of Glory, I thank you today for another privilege to be able to bring your word to the world. I ask, O God of glory, that you inspire the sound of my voice today so that many that will listen to this podcast across the world will receive, O God, a new zest to do that which you have called us, to preach the gospel with power, with grace and authority. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen. The title of this podcast is, Have You Lost the Zest? Have You Lost the Zest? As I sat at my dining this morning eating my breakfast of scrambled eggs and a cup of coffee, concurrently listening to some edifying stuff on my iPad, as it is my recent cultivated ritual when I am not fasting. The voice from the iPad made me begin to reflect on my life, my calling primarily as an evangelist. In 1987, when I gave my life to the Lord Jesus Christ, 
I received the call from the Lord to preach his gospel to all people. I also remember in the Bible college then when we used to sing songs like, Lord, use me, here am I, use me, I want to be greatly used of thee across the street, oh, across the sea, Lord, here am I, use me. Brothers and sisters in Jesus Christ, 34 years later, I am in the United Kingdom, still believing in Jesus Christ as my Lord and as my Savior, whom I am so convinced is coming back again one of these days. Dear brothers and sisters, I know I made the right decision. And I am not regretting it, regardless of the troubles and trials along the way, because I know they are only for a while. Despite the joy of the Lord that is in my heart, I feel unfulfilled as I ask myself the all-important question, have I lost the zest? Have I lost the enthusiasm to share the gospel of Jesus Christ as I had when I first began some 34 years ago? I was on fire for the Lord. My friends were on fire for the Lord. We were expectant of the Lord's sudden appearance just like the early disciples of Jesus Christ were. They had no time for the things of this world. But brothers and sisters, things have changed. Things have greatly changed. The world has moved on. Postmodernity and post-truth social engineering has engulfed us, our thoughts, our lifestyles. And now we are like a people drowning in the sea of confusion of many gospels. No wonder Jesus Christ said, following from the tenacity of the widow who refused the intimidation of a judge in the book of Luke chapter 18 verse 8. When I, the Messiah, return, how many will I find who have faith and are praying? In my view, this is telling and compelling enough to cause any lover of Jesus Christ to cringe about our abysmal, apathetic response to the sharing of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Right now, many Christians and churches are so busy with never-ending social events that can compete favorably with Hollywood commercials and thinking it is the gospel. Yes, it may look and sound like a gospel, but that doesn't mean it is the gospel. And if it is not the gospel, then it cannot be the gospel. This is because there are so many gospels these days. For example, financial prosperity gospel, fun and entertainment gospel, liberal synthetic gospel, syncretic gospel, monochrome gospel, and the gospel of Jesus Christ. And this is why to the Galatian church, the Apostle Paul wrote, that is in Galatians chapter 1 verse number 8. Let God's curses fall on anyone, including myself, who 
preaches any other way to be saved than the one we told you about. Yes, if an angel comes from heaven and preaches any other message, let him be forever cursed. Brothers and sisters in Jesus Christ, this is heavy and indeed very serious. However, we can rejoice because our gospel is good news because it tells us that we are beloved even without material prosperity, entertainment type gospel, without liberal synthetic and politically correct without synchronizing the gospel with man-made traditions and customs and without being monochromic about our faith in Jesus Christ. Our gospel is about the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Brothers and sisters, do you still have burdens for the lost as before? Before you leave your home each day, do you pray for God to lead you to someone in need of Jesus Christ? And if you are a pastor or a minister, do you see souls as God sees them or you see them only as an automatic teller machine, ATM, ready to vomit money at your back and call in the name of sowing seeds tithes and offerings and do you still have the zest of sharing the gospel without inhibition or oh, you have lost it if you have lost it friends i want you to know today that the grace and the mercy of god is available to you right now you can ask the lord to forgive you and rekindle your zest again the real gospel of Jesus Christ is a challenging news that every person on the face of the planet need to hear. Challenging because of its urgency and the need and the boldness required to convey it. Thanks to the Holy Ghost of God who enables us to carry out the mission of God in these last days. That's why you need the Holy Ghost. Jesus said, that's Matthew chapter 24 verse 14, and this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for a witness unto all nations, and then shall the end come. Brothers and sisters in Jesus Christ, it was this urgency that compelled the apostle Paul of old, the man who in his time was totally sold out to the mission of God that we call the gospel, to the extent that he had to place a curse on himself if he fails not to preach it at all. The key text for this podcast, that is 1 Corinthians chapter 9 verse 16 to 22, show how serious Paul's mandate was and it should be to us today too. In verses number 16 and 18, Paul the Apostle said, For though I preach the gospel, I have nothing to glory of, for necessity is laid upon me. Yea, woe is unto me. If I preach not the gospel, for if I do these things willingly, I have a reward. But if against my will, a dispensation of the gospel is committed unto me, what is my reward then? Verily that when I preach the gospel, 
I may make the gospel of Christ without charge, that I abuse not my power in the gospel. This is NUMA Podcast with the Reverend Michelangeli Oguche. God bless you. Keep listening. Recognizing the importance of the gospel, Paul was willing to preach it practically with no compensation so that no one would take advantage and discredit its power. And this is because he understood what the gospel was. So again, do you understand what the gospel is to you? Nowadays, it would seem that the true meaning of the gospel has been shrouded by the things we see. For instance, we sing Jim Reeves famous hymn, This world is not my home. I'm just passing through. But a closer look will show the opposite because those who have eternity on their minds would focus on the things that have eternal values. Friends, I am not saying these things as one that has it all together. No, but as one who is broken in pieces and is trusting God to be made whole. We are church militant because we are on a battlefield. And sorry to inform you friends that this battle though has been won, we are still expected to carry our arms and ammunitions and be on our guards. Here is what Ephesians chapter 6 verse 13 to 18 says. Be prepared. You are up against far more than you can handle on your own. Take all the help you can get. Every weapon God has issued. So that when it's all over, bet the shouting, you will still be on your feet. Truth, righteousness, peace, faith and salvation are more than words. Learn how to apply them. You will need them throughout your life. God's word is an indispensable weapon. In the same way, prayer is essential in this ongoing warfare. Pray hard and long. Pray for your brothers and sisters. Keep your eyes open. Keep each other's spirit up so that no one falls behind or drops out. Wow. Again, to be effective and active in this business of preaching the gospel, the real gospel, we ourselves must be ready and fully in tune with our commander-in-chief. On this occasion is Jesus Christ. The Apostle Paul was well aware of this throughout his time preaching the gospel. That is why he was willing to do what he did and urge others to do the same. How many of us are willing today to preach the gospel when we know we are not going to be rewarded with material things? How many today would still be pastors when there are no tithes and offerings and pastors appreciation envelopes? Only those that are totally sold out like Paul would go on to preach because of the zest they have for the Great Commission. I am blown away by the way the Message Bible renders verses number 19 to 22. 
of 1 Corinthians chapter 9. It says, Even though I am free of the demands and expectations of everyone, I have voluntarily become a servant to any and all in order to reach a wide range of people. Religious, non-religious, meticulous, moralist, loose-living, immoralist, the defeated, the demoralized, whoever. I didn't take on their way of life. I kept my bearings in Christ, but I entered their world and tried to experience things from their point of view. I have become just about every sort of servant there is in my attempt to lead those I meet into a God-saved life. Here is why this passage is interesting. For so long, missionaries, especially those ones from the developed world, have approached the gospel of Jesus Christ from the colonial premises that places them on the higher pedestals. But here the Apostle Paul employed the principle of service where he entered into people's world, recognizing their uniqueness, both high and low, creating no distinction in between. Perhaps we too can take cue from this Pauline principle of evangelizing, albeit must come from a place of real dedication and not falsehood. In doing so, he was able to cut across religious people, non-religious people, meticulous people, moralist people, loose-living immoralist people, the defeated people, and the demoralized people. Brothers and sisters, if you take a careful look at the list, you will find that although times has changed, the characters are still the same. So I ask, do you have the zest for all people or your gospel is genetically modified for certain people? Do you see some people and say, oh no, this person cannot accept Christ and ignore them? These are serious questions that you must ask yourself when considering whether you have lost your zest for the gospel of Jesus Christ or not. As I wrap up this podcast today, may I kindly draw your attention to a few things that can help us regain our zest for the preaching of the true gospel of Jesus Christ. First of all, you must understand the gospel being the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. To that, Paul spoke passionately. He said in Philippians chapter 3, verse 10 to 11, I gave up all that inferior stuff so I could know Christ personally, experience his resurrection power be a partner in his suffering, and go all the way with him to death itself. If there was any way to get in on the resurrection from the dead, I wanted to do it. Paul wanted that Calvary experience that would transform and propel him to the place where his understanding of the gospel would be clear. My friends, you too need not only know the power of the resurrection of Jesus Christ, but also, and more than anything else, the fellowship of his suffering. This is the key to accessing genuine passion to preach the gospel. Finally, 
Like Paul, we do need to move away from modified gospels to the real gospel that is based on the finished work of Calvary. This gospel is pure, unadulterated, and has the power to inform and transform. This will happen if we ask God to fill or rejuvenate us with the promised power of the Holy Ghost of God. The Word of God says in Acts chapter 1 verse 8, But ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost is come upon you. And you shall be witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem, and in all Judea, and in Samaria, and unto the utmost part of the earth. Brothers, sisters, this is the power of the gospel. And if you have lost your zest, you can reclaim your zest. We need to preach this gospel because the times are evil, Christ is coming again. And we need, as a matter of urgence, take this message further. And with this, I say, God bless you. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, thank you once again for this time with my brothers and my sisters around the world. I pray, God, that your word has come like fire to us, like thunder to us. May it quicken our spirit so that we can be rejuvenated again for the work ahead of us. And Father God, I pray. For as many, O oh God, out there that may have lost their zeal, their zest to preach this gospel, to live this gospel, fill them again, touch them afresh, touch us all and energize us all so we can be battle ready and go out there wherever, O oh God, it may be in your world to share this gospel, the gospel of truth the whole gospel and nothing but the gospel. And I thank you, my Father, because I know that you have answered this prayer in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord, the one who is coming back again. Amen.
Thank you for listening to the NUMA podcast. This has been the Reverend Michael Angeli Oguche. I pray that God will richly bless you until I come your way again.